Welcome back to another episode of the Fish and Coach Show. My name is Brandon. This is Coach Ratner. And I'm so excited about today's topic. I know. It's awesome. It's it's so important. The secret to success. Coach, the secret? There is one secret that you have to have in order to be successful. And by the way, we're going to get to it at the end of this podcast. But first, we have to define what it means to be successful. Wow. Yeah. What does it mean to be well, successful? Seriously, because you could become successful and not realize it because you don't know what it means to be successful. And you're living your whole life saying, I'm not successful when you are successful. So I have four questions that I came up with that I think can determine, if you ask yourself, can help you determine whether or not you are successful. You ready? I'm ready. Question number one, would my children or my parents or my friends be proud of how I live my life? Good question, That's a right? great question. Number yeah. two, would the world be a better place with me or without me? Okay, you know, another great question. Do, am I changing the world? Number three, what do I want people to say at my funeral? Oh, that's a good one. That's a deep one, right? Yeah. And, and did I lead – number four is did I lead a meaningful life? Because in the end, that's all that really matters. Wow. And what does that mean in particular? What? Did to that, live a life of meaning. Well, you know, I, how this whole idea came up is I had a friend of mine who became very successful. He started a software business, was making a lot of money, but he was older in his years, and he wasn't married, had no children. He really wanted to be married. And someone said, oh, yeah, I heard that guy, so-and-so, that he's really successful. It got me thinking, what does it mean to be successful? He has a lot of money, built a successful business. That financial part is success, but he really wanted to be married. So he's going his whole life being lonely, not having one to share his life with. And so right. he's going to go to his funeral and like people say, yeah, oh. he, he was successful in business. No kids, no wife. no you know, like Does that mean you're successful? Because most of the time when we define success, what is the fault thing that people think of? I would say financial success. It's usually financial success because no one thinks of like, you know, I want to leave the world a better place. I want people to be proud of me because of my children. I left great children in the world. I did a lot of, you know, I did a lot of great things in the world. And I think that's more important than just money. Now, money can be certainly part of it. What you've done with your life as far as a business, you know, people say, was Steve Jobs successful? Well, yes, he de- developed the most amazing device we have in the world, the, the iPhone. But I'm not sure that he had was, – was he even married? He was married. He I was believe. married. Actually, I don't even know. I'm not even sure. I don't know it. enough to comment. Yeah, I, I, he I heard there were some family issues there. So I don't know. He's successful in one area, but maybe not in another area. So it was a famous story about um, the Reichman family. I heard the story about the Reichman no, family. No, what is the story? So the story is he was a billionaire, and he had real estate all over the world, and billions and billions of dollars. And when he died, I think he was in, in, living in, in England. And when he died, he left in his will. He said – I want you to bury me with my socks on. With the socks on. With the socks on. And you think so, that's a mm. weird request. And so, they, so the problem was, since he was Jewish, there is a, uh, a law that you can't be buried except with like the shroud and no clothing whatsoever. Oh. And so the family said, we want to bury the socks on, but all the rabbis in charge said, you know, we can't do it. And so they buried him without a socks on. They went against his will. And so you know what oh. happened? What happened? So at the 30, at 30 days later, when they actually read the entire will, they only read part of it beforehand. I guess it was his, uh, his, his, his last the things he wanted people to do when he died. But his actual sure. will, they read 30 days later. And it said, by now you have buried me. And I assume that you have buried me without my socks. Oh, wow. And he said, I want you to learn a very important lesson with this lesson with this. He goes, I have real estate throughout the world. I have the biggest houses, properties, buildings, everything a man could ever want, but I can't even take my socks with me. 
Wow, that is so interesting. That's pretty deep, isn't yeah. it? Now, yeah. we think that we're, we're building up these items and these cars and these houses and this money and our checkbooks. But in the end, you can't take anything with you. The socks are staying behind. The socks wow. stay, there's only Even two the things socks. that we can leave in this world. And that's the, the, the deeds that we did in this world are positive deeds that we've done. And if we happen to have children, how our children uh, are interacting? The legacy. The legacy of our children. Sure. Are they are they good kids? Are they bad kids? Are they doing? Are they trying trying to make the world a better place? And that, that's our legacy. The only, the only wow. two things you can leave. Obviously, you can leave money to charity, which I hope you do. One of the worst things that people ever do. But that money is not going to the grave with you. Money's not going to the grave with you. you. Okay, you can have a nicer casket, right? If you really want to, you can you can, you can have a gold casket. That's really going to do a lot of good. Not when if you're, you're Jewish. Like, when, like when you're getting eaten by worms, right? Right. right. It's not going to be, right. You can't if you're Jewish. Jewish people have to be buried. It has in to a, be wood. A, a pine casket. Actually, nothing in, in Israel. I think in Israel they actually just put you in like a in like a cloth bag and stick you in the ground. Yeah. That same day, they don't even wait. There's a there's an idea that you have to be married as soon as you die, and they don't wait. If you if you die at two p.m., you're buried by five p.m. So, so nothing is coming with just like that. Just like that, you're you back had in the everything, ground. and now you have nothing. That's right, and everything. And we think that everything that we have is so important. We have to have our, you know, our honor and our money. But in the end, meaning is the most important thing. Wow. Do, you, do you realize that before you're even born, that that God probably has this notebook on you with all the things you've accomplished in life? Do you know that? And can wow. you imagine when you die and you go to heaven and you, and you read your notebook? How do you think you're going to feel when you read your notebook and you realize that you had, could have done so much in life, yet you accomplished maybe not a teensy bit of what you could have done? That is something to think about. You don't want to do Can that. You imagine? You don't want to know what no, you your potential know that you could have, was. Your potential was humongous, except you wasted it worrying about things that were maybe meaningless in life. Maybe right. worried, not say meaningless, but like maybe worried about like the the score of the baseball game, or how, if your shoes were clean, or if your grass was cut the perfect way, or if you know you got every single leaf off your lawn, like things that we think you know that are important, really in the end are kind of meaningless. Right. I think there's a story about that. Um, I believe it's uh, Zusha's story that someone asked him, "Are you worried that you're going to be compared to the greatest people of all time?" To it's an Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they asked him, and he said. No, I'm much more worried that they're going to be comparing me to myself. That's right. Right? Were you it's being Zusha being Were you being Were you reach some potential you have in life? So the secret of our success is not just wealth, it's how we have how we live our life with meaning and purpose and again what do you want people to say at your funeral? It's a, it's and, a, and it's individualized for ourselves, not were you the best Steve Jobs? Right. There. Right. Why weren't you as big as as these other people? It's right. Yeah, don't compare yourself to some of the big business people in the world that we that we you know that we that we read about you know Elon Musk and things like they they should be judged to themselves, not to, we shouldn't be judged to them. And it's all proportionate. Yeah, no one ever said on their deathbed, you know what? I really wish I worked more hours. Right. Do you ever hear that? Do you ever hear someone like dying like, you know, I really wish I spent more time at the office. Took that extra deal. You know, I I wish I didn't have so many kids. I wish I didn't. You know, like no one ever says that. Right. You know, there's only like, you know, we have to. We need to create our own definition of success because if we don't do it, somebody else is. Wow. Fascinating. Right? Right? It is because if we don't prioritize our life, if we don't decide what's important in our life, someone else is going to figure it out for you. And you don't want that. You won't be one of these people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s saying, what did I do with my life? What was the meaning of my life? What was the purpose of my life? Just to make money to pay my bills? Of course, that is important. There's no question. But we can look on a very famous person who decided that he – you know his name, uh, Alfred Nobel. He obviously he was. Oh, that's the, a great example. He invented the Nobel Peace Prize. Right. He founded the Nobel Peace Prize, and what happened? It's an interesting story. 
that his brother, I think it was Ludwig van Noble, Ludwig Noble had died. Mm-hmm. And they newspapers, believe it or not, they have obituaries already prepared for like almost every famous person in the world, especially if they're like, you know, like older in their 60s and 70s. They're ready wow. to go. So when they die, they can just, they, you know, they have, them, they have them ready to print. Ugh, so they, kind they, of depressing. It is kind wow. of depressing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? This is the truth. Like your, yours might be already written. They published the wrong obituary. So, so what did it say? They published uh, Alfred Noble's obituary and he was still alive. Can you and, believe that? It was very interesting because Alfred Noble at the time, his biggest accomplishment was inventing dynamite. Dynamite. He was known as the, I believe, the master of death. Now, he probably invented dynamite to do good in the world, like to build roads and bridges and to take down mountains for passes to go through. Sure. But what did dynamite get used for mostly in the earliest 19th century? It was used for a lot 20th of 20th century. It was used right. for war. The First World War, dynamite was used to maim and kill a lot of people. So he got known as the, he was known as the master of death, and he read his obituary and decided he did not want to live his life like this. He did not want to die known as the inventor of dynamite. Right. So he decided to start the Nobel Peace Prize. So definitely a better thing to be known for. It's a definitely better. So, so now, of course, now, you know, 120 years later, we're still giving it. Now, of course, some of the people who have won the Nobel Peace Prize, you have to kind of question, like, really? Come on. Just, you know, like, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. It gets kind of political, but whatever. He's, he meant, and I'm sure most of the time, it's been, he's done, it's been done for good. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, there's another idea that we've learned, you know, studying some of the things that we studied, that, you know, who is rich? One who is happy with what he has in life. This is an ancient saying that's been going around for thousands of years. Who is, who is someone who is happy, who is rich? Someone who is happy with what they, what they have in life, which means whatever you have, whatever car you have, whatever house you have, you should be happy with what you have because when you are always desiring more, when you're always wanting uh, more things, you're never going to be happy. When you want the fanciest car, when you want to go to the, the newest restaurant, the famous chef, when you want the, the new fashion items from the latest store, you you're always every year you need to upgrade your toys because you're never going to be happy. Coach, I, I had um, I just came up with something that you're going to love. Okay, okay, tools, not jewels. We need to collect. <laughs> you know, we always want the next flashy thing. We always want uh, the newer car. We'll be happy when we get this new car. We'll be right. happy when we go to this travel. What we really need in life are the tools to succeed, right. the tools to make us yep. successful. That's what really brings happiness because it enables us to find that happiness and be happy with what we have. Right. Tools, not jewels. Tools, not jewels. That's a cool. I've never heard that one. Thank you. I made it I up the other day. I have to make a one up with bling. I like, you know, oh, I like okay. the word bling. I have to come up with a rhyme for that. I think one. of something. We will. So, what you think will make you happy at one age as you get older will not make you as happy. Like if you're 22 years old and you're making you have a good job and making money, you think, I'm successful. I, I make you know $125,000 a year. I have a good job. I'm halfway right. decent looking. I got some guns on me. The girls like me. I'm talking as a guy. And so you think and you're successful. But when you're 55 years old doing the same thing, you're not going to have the same feeling that you're successful in life. Oh, right? yeah. No way. Right. So you're, as you get older, you need more meaning. This is a generalization, but generally – unless you really have low self-esteem, you need more meaning and purpose in life as you get older. And things like the fancy cars and houses, that, that, that meaning goes less, less, and less. That, so, that makes sense. Right. Course, but, a, but when we're young, that's the only thing we can grasp onto because we're not, we're not wise enough to know that there's more things in life than just the physical world. So what you, what you think might make you happy at one age, like the big house and the big bank account, might, you might not be happy as you, as you age. 
That makes sense. It's it, and you need more and more and more and more yeah. unless you start to get your priorities in order of success. Right. So I have one fear. Okay. And you know, people wonder. Like, I thank God. I've you know, I've just finished writing my fourth book. Yeah. Congratulations. And I, thank you that. so much. It's coming out very soon, sometime early 2022. And I um, and now we're doing this podcast, and I teach all the well. I used to teach all the world before Corona, but I teach at many different places and. I have a lot of energy. I get a lot of energy out of teaching and bringing people wisdom. I might, like, sure. It's so funny because we have videos on, uh, obviously, the Fish and Coach show. And, and so, uh, one guy said, you know, quoted like, oh, it's a scam. I'm like, what's a scam? scam. Like, what am I? I don't want anything. I don't want your money. I don't want anything. I don't want, you, don't, you can subscribe, but it's free. It's not like you're getting paid for the subscription <laughs> to watch us. Yeah. This is all free. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not charging you. I don't want your money. Even if I come to talk in your community, I don't want any money. Maybe I want, you know, some money to, for the... You know, travel expenses and stuff. My books, I give, you know, when I'm, people come to my house or I see them, I just give my books away. I mean, yeah, you can buy them on Amazon if you want, if you want to, but like. You should buy the books. You they're, should have them score. Books. The last one is called Score. It's, it's, I use the acronym of my coach Ratner. My first three books are under my name, Daniel Ratner. But I, um, I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because it gives me pleasure. I love helping people. It gives me meaning and purpose in life. And to me, that's more important. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, if I if I had problems paying my bills, I'd be more focused on making the money. Right. But thank God I, I was successful in the coin business and the rare coin business, and I'm able to pay my bills. So because of that, now I want to do something that brings me meaning and purpose in life. So my, you know what my biggest fear is? What's the biggest fear? My biggest fear is that I'm gonna, when I die, I'm going to go to heaven, and standing there will be my neighbor standing with a baseball bat about to smack me on the top of my head telling me, why don't you teach me all this wisdom? Why don't you, like, I'm your neighbor. I saw you, like, twice a week. You never taught me anything. Why don't you teach me things? Why don't you tell me about life and how much potential I had in life and that I could become successful and I'm a success in life? I didn't even really know it because I didn't know the four questions what it meant to be successful. And I was successful, and I spent my whole life, you know, being depressed, being bummed out about my life. If you're Coach Ratner's late, uh, neighbor and you're listening to this, make sure you push that subscribe button so that you can save oh, this yeah. from happening. Yeah. So I, I, uh, that's my fear. So I, I try to get as much stuff out there that I can, obviously with these podcasts and the books. And I want to, I want to teach people. I want to make people passionate. I want to make people happy. And this is, this is what I'm doing. What I'm doing. And of course, it's not a scam because I don't want a scam means I'm trying to get something from you. And I don't want anything. No, this is all for you. This is for your benefit to help your friends and to spread a little bit of this knowledge into the world. That's correct. Okay. So we're getting to the point now that we have to get to the secret and what it, the one secret it means to be successful. Well, actually, how to become successful, what it means to become a success. There's one idea you didn't know. You want to know what that is? Uh, yes, absolutely. Tune in next time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. This is the key. And I learned this from a mentor of mine, Rabbi Stephen Bars. He lives in the D.C. area. And he said to me, and he's got videos on this thing, and he said to me, he goes, people don't succeed because they're motivated. People are motivated because they know they're going to succeed. I'm going to say this again. Cause it's a yeah, little, say that again. And I'll explain it. People don't succeed because they're motivated. They're motivated, they're motivated because they know they're going to succeed, which means if you know you're going to be a success in any endeavor you do, guess what? You're going to do it, and you're going to be motivated to do it, and there's nothing going to stop you from achieving because you know you're going to succeed. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that makes sense. Let me give you an idea that he mentioned. Yeah. He mentioned an idea about um, 
if I could tell you, let me see if I can give this over well enough, if there is a 7-Eleven in Arizona that was going to give away the winning lottery number for a billion dollars, and you had to be there on a, you know, in two weeks at 5 a.m., would you go? Yeah, you'd go. You'd go. You, it's, sure. And you only want to know, of course you're going to go. You're going to you right. win a billion dollars. But what if I told you you had a roller skate there from Denver? It would be a little bit of a challenge. But you do it, right? You'd probably figure out how to do it. Okay, what if I told you that a, a million people are being given the same offer and the first person that gets there well, at 5 a.m. gets the million gets the winning lottery tickets? Are you going to go or not? Wow, that would be interesting. You know, now you might not go, right? You might not go. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to roller skate from Denver to Arizona uh, with a one in a million shot that I, that I have a shot that I I can do it. Right. Right. So you're not going to, many people would not, I probably wouldn't go, even a billion dollars. Now, of course, there will be some people that go and someone's going to win it. So the idea wow. I'm trying to tell you is that if you don't know you're going to succeed, you're not going to try. But if you keep going and keep going, and maybe this offer is done every single year, eventually you might win. You know, the best example of this is Groundhog Day. Yes. Right? Where okay. he uh, was living the same story every time and he knew exactly where everything was going to happen when the coffee was going to That was a be great spilled. movie. Great movie. And what it's showing is this. It's this, it's this idea that he knows he could succeed if he plays it, the cards exactly right. He might miss a day or mess up a day. But it's, it's, a fear. it's our fear of failing that keeps us from trying to become successful. From ever it's our feel, it's our it's our fear of like whatever we have that if we try something people make fun of me, I'm not going to be able to do it. There's already a patent on it. Someone else smarter is doing it. Google already has it. And we have this fear that if we try something we're not going to succeed. But you don't understand the thing about, about if you know you're going to succeed, you get energy, you get motivation, you get the attitude and the willingness to keep trying because you know you're going to succeed. And you might not succeed this time, but eventually you're going to. It's like uh, you know, flipping a coin heads or tails. As soon as you find out it's possible, you don't know when you're going to succeed. We don't have that like you have to be here at 9 o'clock a.m. But we know that if you keep trying, you will be successful long term. And the thing is what you ventured out on to become successful with might not be – what happens in the end? Uh, it could be something totally different. I have a chapter in my books called Find Your Awesome. The book's called Find Your Awesome. And the chapter's called Always Be Moving Forward because you have no idea whatever you're trying is going to lead you to. As long as you're going in a direction. As long as you're moving, moving forward. forward and you're going. I had this idea. I love this concept. That if you're sitting at a stoplight and there's three lanes of cars and there's, you know, let's say, you, let's say in like a half mile you have to make a right-hand turn to go into sure. the highway. And there's 10 cars on the right, 10 cars in the middle. And three cars on the left. Which lane do you get in? And you have to make a right in like half a mile. Many people just get in the right-hand lane behind sure. the 10 cars and not go to the left lane with three cars. That's not how I work my life. I hope you take the I go to the left-hand lane, and I, I said, how can I get through this light the fastest way? I am not worried about the you – know, obviously, if it's like 10 feet, you have to get in the right. Yeah, you have yeah, no yeah. choice. But if you have time, somehow things always open up. I get in the left lane. I get through the light. Maybe – Eight or seven of those cars in the right lane didn't get through, but I'm through the light. Now I can manage to go over to the left to the right hand lane to make to take my. I, extra I think highway. a little bit of excitement is released every every car you pass. It's on very the road, exciting right? actually to live like. Now I'm not saying you know you should drive recklessly, uh, but I'm always it's saying not. how and that's how I live my life. How can I get through light, the light the fastest? How can I get to my destination the quickest possible way? And maybe where I end up is not where I expected, but it's be somewhere better than standing still and not trying. That's a, and that's a success. That's what a success is. That's what it means with it. Just keep moving. forward. Forward, and if you know you're going to succeed, you're going to keep going because winners never quit and quitters never win. There you go. The secret to success.
Just be moving forward. That's right. If you say you can't, you're right. If you say you can, you're also right. That's correct. Now go for it and unleash your success. Go live a meaningful life. Thank you for listening to the Fish and Goat Show. I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching the Fish and Coat Show. If you like what you just watched, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment with any ideas you'd like to see on any future episodes. We'll see you next time.